from the Fandom Night Wrestling Corner. There's a, ah! You goddamn 80s hair again. More 80s hair. I can't help it. I keep seeing the commercial with Mick Foley. More 80s hair. Ah! You're not having a nice day. <laughs> so, as per usual, the monthly pay-per-view is coming up. Yep. And once again, we do, I guess... It kind of have to do an early, early pre-show. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, that that seems to keep being the problem. I think we've only done the pre-show the day of for SummerSlam, I think, and then after that, I think most been, of them have been early. Yeah, mostly because of a work schedule. schedule. Yeah, you know. yeah. Now that I'm actually working again, it's going to be even more of a pain in the ass. Well, I mean, on the plus side, you have Sundays off. Yeah, I was about to say, at least have uh, the weekends off. So when it comes down to actual filming, whether it be with you for this or over at Bill's to do up uh, any of the fandom night stuff, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I'll at least be able to do it with no troubles. But, you know, like I said, just trying to get your schedule and my schedule and yeah. Everything figured out is more of a bitch now. With with this one, with a Hell in a Cell that's coming up, uh, we're going to have to actually do the review maybe like Monday morning, I think. Actually. Oof. Uh, wait, wait. Or Monday, Monday 8, or sometime in the, during the day before <laughs> working. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, and that also comes down to a matter of if I can wake my fat ass up in yeah. time. I was going to say either that or Tuesday. It's going to be but... another. Yeah, I was about to say it's going to be another weekend full of uh, doing way too much stuff. But on the plus side, we did get at least one Halloween Havoc review done. Yeah, yeah, which we still have to do that one on top of Hell in a Cell. But regardless, let's uh, jump right into yeah, Hell in a uh, Cell. The Hell in a Cell, uh, well, as per usual with our pre-show discussion, we more or less go over how the matches can go or possibly will go. And knowing the WWE creative team, it's more likely of will go. More like the worst possibility of how it could go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, to start this off, we kind of have, I, I think, one or maybe one or two kickoff matches. Yeah, I was about to say, because we were actually going to record this uh, Wednesday, and you because you had made mention of the fact that there was a... A SmackDown still that's going to happen, and something could change, and the yeah. kickoff show kind of changed. Okay. Uh, originally, the kickoff match, which I think was... Well, this was probably announced, I think, either the week... Last week or the week before, was supposed to be... Well, the, the first one announced was supposed to be Randy Orton... And Dean Ambrose taking on a strongman and Mr. Black. Uh, no, the black sheep. Uh, no, um, no, not the black sheep. The the the, the oh. dude with the black uh, facial hair and white shirt and stuff. I forgot what his name. Oh, was. I I know who you're talking about, but yeah, I can't think of the guy's name either. Yeah, this was supposed but to yeah, be. Yeah, of course, because Orton got injured, they had to change it. Recently, Orton got injured. Yeah. But which lead us into the, I guess, now the kickoff match, which is a weird six-man tag featuring... Oh, clusterfuck galore? Oh, gee. Yeah, go figure. It's going to yeah. be Dolph Ziggler teaming with Cesario, teaming with uh, Aaron, or 
Neville against King Barrett, Seamus, and Rusev. And I think this is going to be a clusterfuck. <laughs> well, first off, it's a six man. It's a six man tag, and even okay, we went into it during the Halloween Havoc. And again, we did the original '89 Halloween Havoc. They had a, a six man tag in there, if I remember correctly. And <laughs> oh. It was a clusterfuck near the was, end. Of this it. was an '89. Yeah, exactly. So it seems like any time they call for a six-man tag, they're purposely giving away the finish of it. It's literally all hell will break loose, and eventually either the ref will give up and just be like, I don't care, just, you know, if somebody pins somebody. Or the heels or, usually win. Yeah, yeah, usually the heels win. But again, like I said, it'll either be the ref will give up and quit caring who the actual legal man is and just be like, somebody pin somebody so I can give a count because I don't care anymore. Or he'll get to a point where there's so much crap going on that he'll just call for the DQ and be like, everybody's done, I'm calling this no contest, let's move along. <laughs> type of thing. Yeah, I mean, the way I see this, I mean, it, it's a case where I, I'd like to see the faces go over, but the heels up probably win, and then pff, who knows what would happen like after the match or something. Well, nine times out of ten, when it comes right down to it, it's because it is a clusterfuck. That's why the heels win. Uh, it ends up being because uh, the heels end up usually cheating somehow. But none of these heels actually really trust each other, which is why it's like something might ha could happen after it. Yeah, exactly. That's always how something weird ends up going down. It always comes down to, like, the heels are all... Because, you know, most of the tag teams that are heels have, you know, three-plus people to them. Yeah. You know, whereas all the faces are, generally speaking, normal tag teams of, you know, two. It's like, well, you know, you throw in the third person and the third person might screw you over. Or something weird might come down, you know, or who knows. But seeing as how this literally does just sound like they purposely picked a bunch of random people and they were like, you're in it, you're in it, you're in it, you're in it, and uh, we'll put you in it because you have nothing else to do during the actual pay-per-view. <laughs> well, I mean, there are some people in here that have, I guess, some feuds going. Yeah, but some. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, we all know Rusev and Ziggler, okay, they'll be more worried about themselves and, you know, their pussy to actually care enough to try to continue fighting normally. And then Neville with uh, Barrett, King yep. Barrett. Yep, exactly. And then, the, I guess the stuff that was thrown in was Sheamus and Cesario. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, it, like I said, it'll come down to being one of those things where you know, technically nobody really has any stakes in it other than I'm going to try to screw up, you know. There we go. Sorry, had to change the channel. My movie was over. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Essentially, everybody's kind of worried about themselves more than they are a tag match. Now, at the same time, everybody also has tag experience. So, like I said, for pregame, eh. Or, well, pre-show, anyway. Eh, not a bad one, but... Like I said, it's still just going to end up being a clusterfuck that nobody's really going to care about, anyway. 
Yeah. <sighs> Excuse me. So, let's... Yeah, I guess we can go and dive into the official matches so far. And none of these matches are going to be in in any real order, so... Uh, Except for the main event, because the main event will always be the one that's actually important. Uh, well, there's kind of <laughs> there's kind of two main events, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, well, this one is something that was revealed this week, and uh, at Hell in a Cell, John Cena is going to have a United States Championship Open Challenge. Yep. And you know, not only on this are we going to I guess kind of figure who would win it, but we kind of had to guess who could be participating. Yeah, you you told me a couple of theories on it. I mean, I, I, I told one, them, one one is um could could ha could uh be interesting. I, I don't know if it would actually happen yeah. or not. Yeah, that's what I was actually about to say. It will be interesting, and interesting there is the key word. Because again, like you said, I kind of don't see it happening. Mostly because of all the other stuff that's going on, but at the same time, considering the fact that other stuff like this has happened, I mean, meh, but I mean, we might we, as well throw it out there. We've uh, had random, you know, people from the past show up and stuff. Yeah. Which, like I said, it's one of those weird things where the rumor mill, or at least what you told me the rumor mill is trying to spit out there, is that... It'll be The Rock challenging Cena. And considering the fact that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a bigger movie and television star than he is a wrestling star anymore, I kind of don't see it happening. Last I knew, he has a show on uh, Showtime. He has that movie coming out, which I know the movie's already done and over with if they're showing trailers. You know, they're done filming and doing, you know, re-edits and anything else. But... Even though some of his uh, viral videos from the movie are still going around. Yep, exactly. <laughs> well, that's just it. That's the other part that's weird about it. Like, the viral videos that I've been seeing, it's uh, him and... Uh, um, Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart, yeah. Which the movie that I'm thinking of is that San Andreas movie, which I don't. Oh, that remember. that one came out on DVD and Blu-ray already, though. Oh, has it? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I said, that one, you know, as far as I know, they're probably done filming, but at the same time, I have no idea because I don't really pay much attention to them. The last movie I knew that The Rock was going to be in that I actually cared about was Doom, and of course, considering the fact it's a video game movie, I already knew it was going to suck. Uh, I mean, the, the rumor that I told you about The Rock possibly being the opponent is indeed an interesting idea. Uh, I, I know concern what happened with the the kickoff match being the first kickoff match being canceled. I think Dean Ambrose could be a challenger for it. Yeah, it's a possibility. Then again, so could a uh, that strong brawn man guy. But then again, yeah, it could the, also the be maybe. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then again, it could be some other people, maybe even a guy from NXT. I mean, even Samoa Joe could show up. I kind of am hoping it's Joe now that you just made mention of that. I was like, you know, that'd actually be good exposure for him. But then, you know. then again, no matter who's going to accept the challenge, I think Cena's going to win this anyway. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. I mean, if it comes down to it where like it ends up being The Rock or... 
<clears throat> excuse me, somehow the WWE has lifted their embargo on Hulk Hogan and it ends up being him or who knows, maybe maybe the macho man comes down from heaven and no, 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 no. decides to save the universe again. No, 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 no. It, it could be Mr. America. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, I know who it'll be. It'll be the Terminator himself. He'll come down and challenge. <laughs> we already got him in so many commercials and stuff for WWE 2K16, which... Actually, exactly. That will give him all the credits to actually become a wrestler. Actually, the the bad part is throughout the pay per view itself, they're going to be mentioning this video game because yeah, it, it's one of the sponsors. <laughs> I know. What you did is kind of why I made mention of it earlier in the. Uh, in, Chapa. I've well, that's just it. Like the last few commercials I've seen, it hasn't been like any of the. Uh, Schwarzenegger stuff, it's actually been like there's a campfire going on and like Sting walks up and Kane walks up and you know. Yeah, it's mostly been the Stone Cold uh -huh. church stuff that he's doing for some stupid reason. And... Okay, so from there let's go to a match which I think would be boring and probably will be to a point. And that's the Divas Championship match between the Divas Champion Charlotte and Nikki Bella. Uh, I feel like Nikki's going to win because... Cena. Well, no. No, not just the fact that they're... Anyway. Uh, no, there's actual reason for it. I feel like Paige is going to come down and try to be Miss Queen Bitch again. And she's going to try to interfere. And even though it will be because of, you know, disqualification, that's how she's going to win. That way then uh, Charlotte can continue holding the belt, but she still loses the match. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. But then again, I could also see Paige costing Charlotte the title too. Well, yeah, there's also that possibility. But you, but you kind of get what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Paige is going to come down. Try to interfere, try to do something, try to get in her head anything to try to screw her over. And like I said, whether it costs her the title or not, I still feel like she's going to end up losing. Like, Charlotte will lose. Like I said, regardless of whether the title changes hands or not, something's going to happen. Because then, next week on Raw, that's when it's going to start in on, like, a Divas tag deal where it's going to be, you know, Charlotte and uh, uh, What's-Her-Nuts. I can't think of her name right now. Anyway, Ed, the the one blonde chick that um, Paige has been bickering with. Oh, uh, Natalia. Yeah, 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 her, her, her. So it's going to be uh, Charlotte and Natalia taking on uh, um, Paige and uh, Nikki Bella. And, of course, Paige and Nikki are going to be, you know, at each other's throats type of thing, whereas, you know, for once the heels will be, or the faces will be on a, Proper terms as a team type of thing, but well, they're both they going to be blonde, so. so. I'm resisting the urge to start making blonde jokes. But uh, yeah, I mean, I could see this going the way the, the way that you say with with Paige coming out and interfering and either causing Charlotte the championship or just causing Charlotte the match by way of DQ or something. Because yep. I, 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 I could see both ways. 
but I, I could also see the rest of Team Bella or whoever they are interfering as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. All I know is I feel like this is going to be like the start of something big and then come the next pay-per-view. That's when, you know, things that actually mean something will happen in the Divas division because that seems to be the creative team's thing now is, you know, you build up all this hype throughout Raws and SmackDowns. It comes to the pay-per-view and it seems like the pay-per-view is where the actual story is supposed to be taking place. Like literally Raw and SmackDown are the velocity and heat of the wrestling community anymore. No, 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 no. That, that, that's SmackDown and NXT. Or, that, well, SmackDown, NXT, Superstars. Yeah. True, but you understand what I'm saying. Like, yeah. when it comes to storyline, technically, yeah, the, who gives a shit, you know? Right. Next, oh. we'll, <laughs> next, we'll go to the, Intercontinental Championship between Kevin Owens and uh, Ryback. There, that's the burp I needed to get rid of. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I really want to see Ryback get the belt back, but at the same time, I've said it before, Kevin Owens, you know, stealing Samoa Joe's gimmick. You know, he's he's actually he's doing pretty good. I mean, you mean don't get me wrong. Cheating. Well, yeah, when he's not cheating, like when it comes down to the actual wrestling portion of it, you know, he's doing good, but I really have no idea which way that it will go on this one. Like, like I said, that's gonna, this is actually gonna be one of the few matches that I feel will actually mean something. I mean, don't get me wrong, like I said, if, you know, The Rock comes down or, Hell, we'll even say, you know, Jericho comes down to accept the challenge or, you know, something along those lines. Or, Well, oh, shit. Now we have to jump back because maybe it might be Jeff Hardy. No, 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 no. I don't know. Anyway, like I said. Intercontinental you know, Championship match. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But but like I said, you know, it, it, depending upon what happens with that, like I said, you know, it, that's going to be a good match and so is this. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like those two are going to be one of the only few good ones on the card. Like, don't get me wrong because I can't remember all the matches. There might be one more that will actually be good. Like, I think the uh, Reigns match will be good, but I mean – like I said, the, this right here, I can't even pick who would win. You know what I mean? Like, I can see it going either way. And like I said, I would much rather Ryback get his belt back, but at the same time, I feel like they're going to give it to Kevin Owens, and they're just going to let him hold on to it for a little while and just call it a day type of thing. Like, they, they'll continue this rivalry because that seems to be the creative team's thing. They'll continue the rivalry until it's almost like it's a beaten-to-death horse that's nothing left but a pile of bone. and. Oh, you mean like uh, Ziggler and Rusev? Yeah. Yeah, like that shit. Like, it, it's something that they should have been done with a long-ass time ago, but they're still going with it. You know, it, at least when they did something like that, they had, you know, more stuff to go with. Like, uh, 
Oh, I don't know. Let me throw something out there. Uh, the invention of the TLC match back when it was the Hardys would hold the belt for, you know, a month or two and then they'd turn around and give it to the Dudleys and then they'd turn around and give it to Edge and Christian and then they give it back to the Hardys and then back to Edge and Christian. Like that was actually something that kind of meant something back then. Nowadays, they just kind of keep a rivalry going just to fucking do it. Kind of like the creative team is working off one of the old, uh, what is it? Uh, I think it was one of the original 2K games. They had like a, uh, a, a simulator where you were supposed to be in uh, charge of the scheduling for Raw and SmackDown. It, and... it kind of still has that. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, it, it's kind of like that. Like, you literally just kind of pick who you want to be on your show. Oh, yeah, I'll and throw just these two in a feud. There, go. Yeah, exactly. I'm putting these two on a feud. This feud's going to last for two months. What's that? The fans hate it already? Oh, well, there's nothing I can do because it still has to go for two months. The fans hate it? I'll throw a third person in there. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, who the fuck cares, you know? Uh, for me... For me, this is going to be one of those ugly-looking matches. One of those bowling shoe ugly matches. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Of course, I'd like to see the title come back to Ryback because of how much Kevin Owens cheats his ass off. Mm. And I do mean that, cheat his ass off in most of his matches. Yeah, like the uh, raking of the eyes. and Yeah, that shit. That, yeah. But, yeah, I got a feeling they'll keep the title on him even as much as I hate, hate when that happens. And you know what's funny is now that you've mentioned that, like, it, there's one person I can think of that even though he used to do that shit all the time, like he would cheat his ass off, you still kind of, like, it, it just barely flew under the radar type of, you know, you really gave two shits about it. And that was William Regal. Because he used to come down with the with the brass knucks in his <laughs> trunk and do his Superman punch thing oh. with the knucks. And then just kind of ditch him, like either put him back in his trunks or just toss him. I, or even like when Eddie would do that stuff, you know what I mean? Like Eddie the, would the come Eddie down stuff. and slap him with the chair. Yeah, he, he'd stick your ass with the chair after he just beat you to death with it. Like just whap, drop it next to you and fall down himself. And the ref's like, what the fuck just happened type of thing. Like in those instances, it's not bad. But when it comes down to like how it's been lately, we're like, or how all the cheating has been lately. It's been horrible. Yeah. Like, it's, not, it's not entertaining. It's just horrible. Ridiculous, yeah. Like like with the whole Taker-Lesnar thing where Taker tapped and everybody was like, oh, he tapped ring the bell and then the ref wasn't looking and Taker was just like, low blow, eat a dick. And, oh, well, Taker gets the win. No, Taker cheated. No, Taker won. No, he Who And then all the times the that the Bellas have cheated. And... Yeah, exactly. And that type of stuff. Like, it's it's gotten old. Like, it's not as entertaining as when Eddie did it. Yeah, exactly. If they're going to have somebody be cheating, they need to be entertaining with it. If they're not going to be entertaining with it, then they need to fucking stop. I mean, even Ric Flair was entertaining during some of his last stuff when he was mm -hmm. doing some cheating. Oh, yeah. So... But that's... What happens when they uh, hire in a new dev team that's been busy uh, getting their credentials by playing all of the 2K uh, story games? All right, now on to another match. 
in games. But anyway. <laughs> we have the Tag Team Championship match. The New Day versus the Dudley Boys. Please, dear God, let the Dudleys win. If you do anything for me in my miserable, pathetic life, let the Dudleys win. I'm tired of listening to fucking trumpets. I'm tired of seeing Rufio walk around. I'm tired of fucking Kofi Kingston thinking that he's tough shit now because he's with, you know, two other assholes that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Can we please, can we have an actual real tag team again, please? Please, real tag team, please? Um, <laughs> I... I, I... Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> give give the Dudleys the damn titles and quit doing this BS cheating DQ bullshit. Over and bullshit. Over. Yeah, exactly. And over and over. That could at least go with our idea. Like, if you guys are really that desperate for ideas, bring and you guys in Spike. On... Yeah, bring in Spike. I mean, Do I it. think we've heard many times. Spike says he's been by the phone. He's been waiting. Yeah, exactly. And even if they don't want to bring in Spike, shit, they can find somebody else to be a Dudley. Back in EC Dub, the Dudleys were like, what, a fucking 12-man crew at one point? Like, there were almost more Dudleys than there were members of the Wu-Tang Clan? Well, actually, I think it was more like six, maybe. Yeah, I know I'm (laughs) over-exaggerating. I think at the... I think at the top, there was like seven members, and but that was also including, a, like, a manager. Oh. Yeah. We but, had, but you we know had to go there. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. We, we, but, we had to go to Joel <laughs> Gerdner. <laughs> yeah, why not? And, and, and not, not, nobody's doing the whole long talking stuff. Gardner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, ooh, if only, if only they could get New Jack in. Get New Jack in. No, New Jack. no, 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 but for me, this tag team championship match, I was they skip HLA. That's uh, that was the only thing that was ridiculous. But uh, anyway, <laughs> as you were saying, with this tag team championship match, <laughs> they they need to give the titles to the Dudleys. I mean, uh, they've been doing this bullshit for too long. Yep. I mean, if they don't drop the titles. They gotta have the new day split up somehow. Yeah, exactly. Some something needs to happen. Even if it comes down to a matter of you know they let Kofi go back to singles, and somehow he wins a belt, and Kofi now was he's great bragging. as a singles competitor. Yeah, exactly. And like now, now he's just a piss hand. Exactly. Like I remember back when Carlito was finally well around the time I was leaving, but. You know, back when he started showing up, and you know, there, there, it was Kofi and Carlito were doing some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, Kofi is a one-on-one is a lot better than right now in a tag team, where essentially all it is is he knows it's a joke. He's going along with the joke. Oh, you mean like when he dropped his uh, Jamaican accent? Kind of, yeah. But I, I stopped by the time that happened. Literally, by the time I stopped watching Raw, it was. 
eight or nine years ago by the time I stopped fully watching, well, not fully watching wrestling, but, uh, cause I was still going to some of the, uh, local shows when, uh, my buddy Scotty was actually wrestling, uh, which I know I've brought up several times, so. Not me, Scotty. Yeah, not you, Scotty, uh, Scotty Hostess. But, um. Brit. Yeah. Brit Hostess. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to. Anyway. Um, try, try not to pull the curtain back too far, but I mean, then again, who knows? Like I said, he said he wants to get back into competing, but yeah. There are times that we can pull the curtain back a little, but not too much, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um. Next match is for the World Heavyweight Championship with Seth Rollins defending against the Demon Kane. Oh, because Sting had to go and get himself injured. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm glad that Demon Kane is back. I I I I don't think Sting was going to win in the first place, though. I don't know. I kind of I feel like he wasn't going to win it the first time, but then they were going to keep going with it and going with it and going with it, and he was going to win it like here within you know a couple pay per views, which would have been about now. Because you know they kind of have to have that realization. Like I feel like they're trying to push. Rollins into having a face turn, but at the same time, it's one of those things where, like, they were going to try to have Sting do it by after he beat him and got the title. You know, Sting was going to try, like, talking to him and mentoring him better than, you know, Triple H would have, well, has done and stuff like that. And Well, I think to a point they could still. I mean, yeah. Sting's not totally out. Well, he's not totally out, but at the same time, it's one of those things where he even made mention in an interview where he stated that, you know, he, he wants to come back, he wants to keep going, but he knows that it's going to be a bit of a road because he's got to fully recover before then. Plus, originally, Sting thought he was only going to do at least maybe one <clears throat> more match, and now he's probably saying, you know, as long as his body can hold, he could probably still go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So how do you think this match will turn out? And remember, this is a normal world championship match. This is not a Hell in a Cell match. This is a normal one-on-one match. Yeah, I know. Which Which is... is, That's kind of the thing. Like, if it actually were in the cell and Rollins wouldn't have the chance to run away like a little sissy bitch, but at the same time he'd still be able to get his hands on weapons like a chair or let's say that the sledgehammer is underneath the ring because he's now Triple H, you know. (laughs) Oh, he is. He's a finisher, mostly. Oh, yeah. But you know what I mean, though. Like, when it comes right down to it, if the sledgehammer's under the ring or something like that where he could actually get a hold of weapons, you know, he wouldn't run anyway. Because that's always the beauty of a Hell in a Cell is that it technically is no rules, you know. Which we kind of saw before with the electrified cage from uh, Halloween Havoc. Yes, electrified cages. Yes, they're so electrified. But, you know, like I said... It was one of those things, because we even made mention of it, technically there's no rules to the match. You know, you can pretty much do anything. There are no DQs, but at the same time, because 
nobody was really doing anything crazy other than like, you know, Muda and them like trying to climb the cage and, you know, do weird shit like that. Random you know, climbing. Yeah, random climbing, trying to, you know, tie everybody up to the side of the cage. You know, it's like, yeah. Like I said, there's always way more crap that could have been done in that match, but they didn't really want to go too extreme with it because, you know, it's not like they were going to in the first place. But now, because we've already had ECW and seen just how insane things can go, like, oh, I don't know, let's say a uh, scaffolding match with uh, 20 tables set up that, you know, people decide to just fall off the sca- the, the scaffold and go through the tables. Correctly. Yeah, correctly. You know, crazy shit like that. New Jack coming down with his knife and cutting motherfuckers. Sabu jumping off a barbed wire, you know. Well, barbed wire ropes anyway, you know. Technically, 90% of the stuff that, you know, they were doing in Attitude Era was damn near... I don't want to say weak, but you know what I mean. Like, like it wasn't quite on that level. And now the fact that they've done away with it completely, and again, like I said, because it's no rules, anything goes, it's literally so tame that if anybody whines and bitches and pisses and moans about it, it's like, it's a pay-per-view. You know what I mean? It's a big show. Like, something crazy's gonna end up happening. So, if... All that rambling aside, I, I don't know. I still want to give it to Kane, but we'll have to see how it goes. Because, again, Rollins could probably jump out of the ring and run in circles and then trick Kane into tripping over the stairs and, you know, oh, my ankles hurt again and count out, disqualification, get the fuck out of my arena, this match is over type of thing. And I don't know. Also take into account that... Uh... Corporate Kane's job is on the line too. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. As a, uh, I guess, well, technically, Raw, G- well, kind of Raw and SmackDown. Sometimes he, he's, I guess, the what a uh, talent operation person. Yeah, he's he's in charge of uh, overseeing operations or some crap like that is what they claimed, but it's a weird version of saying GM. Yeah, which again, even if he loses, you know, oh, well, that just means he can't make matches. Oh, no. All that means is now Demon Kane is free to run in circles and do whatever the hell he wants. Which technically might be why they would want him to win. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, either way, like, this is one of those matches where technically it doesn't really change anything. You know, if Rollins loses the belt, then he loses the belt. Oh, well, so sad. If Kane ends up losing, oh, well, he's he's no longer in charge of making matches. Now Stephanie and Hunter actually have to get their asses to the show and make sure that they're at the show and not just talking over a speakerphone. That's right, I made a call back to Raw. But you know what I mean, like, you know, all that means is corporate Kane can't make the matches, he can't do anything, you know, too insane. Instead, now Demon Kane runs free. Technically, we're looking at a win-win here when it comes down to story. You know, this is literally the only good thing that the creative team has done in a while. I, I, I think that's going to be the major issue here, is that it, it, it's either a win for us... 
or win for because yeah yeah if if Seth Rollins wins corporate Kane is no longer in charge of stuff and Demon Kane is running loose and mm-hmm. we'll chase the corporation Triple H and Stephanie would try to find some way to calm him down and probably t- tame him again yeah which is not exactly an easy task. So if they want to keep him tame, they would find some way to maybe have him win. Yep. And but which... then you have the problem of Demon Kane holds gold. You know, who's going to be able to take him down? Then again, too... as much as I want to see Kane hold championship gold one more time, I think he's going to win the match, but not the championship. Yeah, yeah, they they might do some shit like that where it'll come down to a matter of Rollins will get caught trying to cheat and he'll get the DQ, which means, you know, oh, well, Kane wins, but you get to keep the belt. Ha ha, everybody loses. Yeah, you know, that's why I think that they could pull here. They could pull this unless... the, the, The reason why I'm saying this is because every time that we've seen... Seth Rollins and Demon Kane in any type of match scenario. Guess what? Kane is victorious. Yep. Kane is victorious. Kane is victorious. Other times when we've seen this happen, guess what? At the pay per view, he doesn't win. Yep. I mean, the only time that that probably did happen is probably with Daniel Bryan. Which, you know, again, I've been out of the loop for so long that, meh. Yeah. But like I said, to I, me, I can't comment one way or another about that portion, but yeah. But like I said, to <laughs> me, I, I do want to see Kane win the championship here, but it probably won't happen. Yeah. So, now let's dip into the first of the Hell in a Cell matches. Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt, which... I think the biggest issue I have here is how long do you think this will stay one-on-one? Especially especially now. Yeah, I know. Well, again, like I said, that that all kind of depends. You know, if it comes right down to it because the cage is down, and I don't see this being the main event, I kind of see this as being like second to last. That's why I went to this one first before the other one. Yeah. But but that's what I mean. Like I don't see him doing anything crazy. Like oof, I mean, as me. far as we know, we they could actually have this match be first. Eh, technically, I mean we've seen. I mean it, before. It, it, well, that's very true. But I was about to say that would be kind of a pain in the ass though, because then they'd have to either already have the cage lowered do the match and then lift it, or they'd have to like start the show then lower the cage. So now we gotta wait ten minutes for them to lower the cage. Because they they've done that before with like elimination chamber pay per views. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like I said, it's one of those things where I don't see him going too crazy and breaking down the cage walls, going up to the top and you know doing crazy spots. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a possibility of it, you know. But I kind of see that being saved for you know the. Taker and Lesnar match. 
you know, crazy spots, all sorts of hell breaking loose, you know. Yeah. But, I don't know, I kind of want to give this to Roman Reigns, but again, like I said, because Hell in a Cell, there are no rules. Even if somebody does come down and interfere or, you know, help one side or the other, that's not to say that somebody can't just pick up a chair or Ambrose come down with a cane and start, you know, beating motherfuckers to death with it or, you know, anything along those lines. Like I said, technically, this is another one of those that's up in the air. This really could go one way or another. And not to say that we're not going to care, but at the same time, I still know that this is going to be a good match. You know, like I stated before, this will be one of those really good matches that, whether it goes the way that we want it to or whether it doesn't, not really going to be worse off one way or another. I think the thing that I brought up is probably going to be a major point, though, is yeah. will it stay one-on-one? Because now oh, Wyatt, Ray Wyatt now has both of his sheep he has the black sheep, and he has the other sheep back. Yeah. So if those two come down and end up getting into the cell, and we could have Ambrose come down, and then somebody else would probably have to come out and help. Yeah. But the question is, who could or who would? Yeah, that kind of is the problem, because like I said, there aren't too many faces that aren't doing anything. You know what I mean? Like, they literally, they they tried to cram pack so much shit going on that, who knows? I mean, we, like, we, it, it we might even s- come down to a matter of, as far as I know, there's technically four people for the Wyatts. You know what I mean? Because they had that weird ginger-looking dude on there on, uh, I think it was Raw when I tuned in on uh, Monday. That, that's who I said, the, the, the white sheep guy they got back. Yeah. Because no, he, that, was, he was a face for a while. Yeah. But that's what I mean, because they have him, they have that big monster dude, then they have uh, uh, the yeah, other the, guy. The other beardy guy, I think, got either suspended or something. You sure? I, I think I, I heard something about that because of some, I guess, uh, controversial picture that was taken. Oh, another one of those stupid fucking things? Yeah. Social media pretty much dictates whether you're hired or fired anymore. Well, it was only suspended. It wasn't fired, so... Well, true, but you you know what I mean, though. Like, everybody and their brother's getting in trouble because, you know, they or a family member or somebody that they're fucking is doing something stupid. It's what I heard happen, which is why the original kickoff match also isn't happening, because that happened and Orton got injured. Yeah, true. So, for me... I don't know. I mean, I'd want to see Reigns in this feud, but I think because of the possibility of the other Wyatts showing up, I don't know. It, it could end up being a draw, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I think they could end up, I mean, getting outside of the cage and going to the top. I mean, as long as they can yeah, go like- through the cage door yes that could happen yeah and like i said you know that that's one of those things where depending upon what happens i i'm not sure if that's what you know what will or won't you know what i mean like if they try to do a crazy spot where they get outside of the cage and you know 
they can do some crazy stuff where they get up on top and shit like that. Because, like I said, you know, Reigns and Wyatt, you know. If Reigns does try to do some crazy spot where he spears Bray Wyatt through the cell, this would have to be the main event match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if they end up doing this as the main and then, you know, Taker and Lesnar is second to last, then yeah, but... Because I'm pretty sure Taker isn't going to do anything crazy anymore. And that might be why. That might be why yeah, he could exactly. make this the main event. Even though people probably wouldn't want it to be the main event. But so, I don't know. On to Lesnar versus Undertaker in the Hell in a Cell. I don't know. I still want to speculate on what kind of spots and who could come down and save <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, we already know what's going to happen. It's going to come down to Hell in a Cell. Okay, well, here comes out, you know, Lesnar. Now we wait the 20 minutes for Taker to get down to the ring. <laughs> okay, here we go. You know, throw some punches. Here's a couple lockups. Here's some suplexes. Here's a last ride. Here's a choke slam. Here's an F5. The question is how many times will the referee get knocked out? <laughs> 12. And then in that case, then, you know, they could have somebody crazy run down to the ring like Mick Foley or <laughs> even though he can't do anything, they could have Austin come down and, you know, wearing a ref shirt or, you know, if if Rock does show up to accept this open challenge and, you know, that's what actually happens. The Rock could come down wearing a shirt and, you know, whoever wins, you know, Rock will be like, and your winner, Rock Bottom, you know, or. Actually, if it's Stone Gold, he comes down, raises the hand of the Brock Lesnar, stuns him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And even though, like I said, you know, technically Austin, even though he wants to, he can't get back into a ring because of all of his injuries. But I, I, I think if it, I think if the injuries could, I mean, it's been a while since he's done anything, but I think with enough training, he could maybe get one more match. It's a possibility. Like, I know uh, when Stone Cold was in that movie a while back, like, he was the main star and everything, that action movie. I can't think of what it's called now. Which one? <laughs> well, not the uh, not the Expendables one. There there was that other one where we were supposed to be like a... Uh, the first one? Four. Yeah. Oh, the Condemned? Yeah. That's it, yes. When he was doing that, I know that they were showing, like, interviews, or I can't remember if I got it on DVD and I watched the commentary, because should I do that more than I actually watch the movies? I'll just turn on the commentary and listen to it and watch the DVD extras more than I will the actual movie anymore, but, uh... Yeah, I know that feeling sometimes. Hooray, I'm halfway through my Pepsi, <laughs> which means 12 more burps coming. Um... But yeah, like I said, you know, I was I was watching something with the director, and the director was like, "Oh, Steve is fucking awesome. You know, it, it, he does as much of his own stunts as he can. If it wasn't for the fact that you know, there's quite a few of them that he can't do through injuries and stuff, he would still be doing them. Like there'd be days when we'd have to tell him, "Look, man, you can't do this one today because it'll fuck you up." <clears throat> you know, so I mean, if, if even like uh, the director himself is essentially, like, going off script, being like, yeah, he's hurt as shit and really can't do that much, but he wants to. <laughs> and like I said, with the whole, you know, Shark Boy pulling off the Stone Cold gimmick and Stone Cold even getting a hold of him being like, 
kid, you're doing such a great job that I want to jump back in the ring even though I can't. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think the only, the only way he would d- get back in the ring for that case is like, hey, Shark Boy, kick, stunner, done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so like I said, it it is a possibility where, you know, the ref could get knocked out and Stone Cold could run down wearing a ref shirt and, you know, one, two, three, here's your winner and a stunner. And which, if that ends up being the case, then it'll go to Lesnar. But then, but then I, how do you know Stone Cold wouldn't stun Undertaker as well just for the hell of it? That's true. <laughs> that's true. But again, it's one of those things where... But at least it'd be after know. the match, not during. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, but at the same time, I feel like if Taker were to win... Uh, oh, yay, one that wasn't a hiccup first. Um... <laughs> If that were to be the case where uh, uh, Taker were to win, he'd probably win legit. You know what I mean? Like, the only thing that could possibly happen is Heyman could somehow get involved and try to cheat Taker. Oh, and... yeah, that's something else we got to yeah. take into consideration. Exactly. Most people don't stop to think about that, but then again, Heyman's been in the business long enough and been a manager long enough that he knows how to take a bump. Then again, these two have fought in Hell in a Cell before, and Heyman was involved then, too. Yep. So, again, it it could be another repeat. Who knows? If that's... Yeah, but there's one major difference between now and then. Back then, Undertaker had, like, a little brace on his hand. Well, there's that. I was about to say the fact that Taker's starting to get into uh, Hulk Hogan territory where he does a move and breaks a hip. Well, not that bad, but... Yeah, but Brock but you Lesner, know what I mean, though. He's... But with Brock Lesnar, he could get that bad because, you know, he last time uh, at, at that at the WrestleMania, Brock kind of really effed him up, and I think at this past SummerSlam is probably the only time he didn't get effed up. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, but then again, at the same time, wasn't there a report where right after the match they ended up they had to take a take her to the hospital well it, it looked like he was exhausted yeah but he yeah like he like wasn't that's true i don't know like i said i i could have sworn that there was a report where they ended up taking him to the hospital and you know like you said it, it was like possible heat exhaustion or something like they were thinking that's what the problem was but it really wasn't and hey who knows like, the only one that I know that actually got injured and was probably screwed up from it majorly was a um, Sting. Yeah. Cause yeah Sting yeah. actually was as fuck. Like, we, we even saw it in the middle of the match. Yeah, I mean, we could see where it happened, too, so... Uh, ho- yeah, hopefully exactly. That, hopefully that won't be the case here, though. Well, hopefully, but then again, when it comes right down to it, you can always only hope for the best when it comes down to a match. You know, like, like whenever we're hanging out with the guys and the guys want to start dogging us for liking wrestling and stuff like that, it's like, well, yes, it's fake, but at the same time, there's only so much of it that is. You know, sometimes when you're doing moves and stuff, like, you know, even taking a suplex, you know, sometimes you can get fucked up from something as simple as that. But but it's not really that bad lately, though. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's, the weir- that's the kind of weird good thing. It hasn't been that bad lately. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess the guys figured out, you know, there is an audience for the stuff out there. So, 
Yeah, exactly. But for me, this match... I, I, I want to see Undertaker win it. I hope he oh. does. But... Again, it all comes down to a matter of who knows. Yeah, I mean... There, once again, this is another one of those matches where there's too many variables. So even yeah. with our speculation, our speculation is ridiculous. You know, like I said, this is like what? the the set, No, this would be the ninth match on the card. Um, like Actual card or... About. Well, no, 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 that we're talking about. This would be like the ninth or tenth match that we're actually talking about, including like the pregame and that. Five, six, and seven, eight. Oh, eight of them? Eight counting the kickoff. Okay, so eight of them counting the kickoff. And, and, and including... I'm assuming this is, this, you know, there is only eight. Because they could just throw in an extra match somewhere. They could. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. They've done it before in the past where quite literally in the middle of the show all of a sudden, you know, some something happens and somebody comes down and now there's just a random ass match. Like, you know, the the fact that they're not utilizing the entire roster, like I said before, you know, there there's still the Lucha Dragons, there's still the Matadors, there's still, you know, like eight or nine more people that really don't have anything going on where, you know, anything could happen. They could literally just throw together a match just for the hell of it. Cause then again, you know, they could have some more surprise appearances too. So yeah, yeah, that's true. But like I said, you know, the, this would be out of the eight matches. This would be like the fourth where really anything could happen. There's so many variables that, you know, all sorts of hell could break loose in the middle of the hell in a cell. Then you again, know what this, I mean? Like it also depends on when this match takes place as well, too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because if it takes place after like the world championship match, Kane could finally get his hands on Brock Lesnar. Yep. But then again, with Undertaker getting his own revenge on Brock, that might not happen. Yeah. Yep, and like I said, you know, there, there's just too much shit that could go on in half these matches that literally us talking about them, it's almost futile because, you know, yeah, like I said... It's just if, speculation and guessing what, what could happen. Yeah, exactly, because, you know, like I said, there's... Okay, number one is the open challenge. There's so much shit that could happen from so people showing up. Could be and, yeah. well, actually, the weird thing about that is there was a... Apparently there was a... A match that was announced for Madison Square Garden in December, Cena was supposed to defend his U.S. title against Sheamus. So, that might also take in consideration of Cena winning the match either way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's very true. But you know what I mean, though. Like, like I said, card is subject so to change either way, so... Yeah, exactly. But like I said, there's so many different people that could come out that... It could go one way or another, and who knows? Cena could lose it and then get it right back on Raw the very next day, or you know, beforehand, at, you know, b before the Madison Square show. Who knows? Yeah. You know, it, when it comes down to uh, the Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt match, like there's so many things that could yeah. get involved there. People could come down and interfere. Weapons can be used. Somebody can get hurt by accidentally taking something. KGB. There could be a taken apart yeah. by moves 
Yeah, there there could be, you know, some crazy spot from on top of the cage where people get hurt or, you know, it's just something nuts happen, you know, all all kinds of shit could go down. Like, it, it could even come down to we're completely wrong and there's no crazy spot with the cage other than, you know, a possibility of, like, Reigns might, you know, they might be on the outside and Reigns might just, you know, jump off the side of the cage and turn and Superman punch and pin his ass on the outside of the ring. No, he Who can't. No. He can't? No. I could have sworn pinfalls counted anywhere in a Hell in a Cell. I, I, I know, the, it, it, I know decisions could, as far as I know, the decision has to take place inside the ring. I don't know, that must be a new rule, because last I knew, false counted anywhere in a Hell in a Cell. I don't think they are, but... Well, then again, the last time I remember dealing with a Hell in a Cell was uh, a couple years ago when uh, I hooked my Wii back up, found one of my old WaveBird controllers, and I was playing Day of Reckoning. <laughs> and when you're playing through a Hell in a Cell match in Day of Reckoning, quite literally, the ref will follow your ass. Yeah. If you run up to the top of the cage and throw him through the top of the cage and do a crazy ass splash and the the ref isn't quite climbed up the cage yet and or he's up top, then the ref will literally climb and hang off the side of the you know or through the hole of the cage and then drop down into the three count you know yeah. <clears throat> And then I think Day of Reckoning 2, they got rid of the refs altogether, and it was literally the... Or no, no, that was uh, the WrestleMania that came out before that. I think it was 19. There were no refs. Like, literally, if you had a pin... numbers? Yeah, just do the numbers. But, like I said, that shit's been so long ago that there's just... There is a possibility that they have changed all that, and it must be done in the ring. But like I said, you know, there's that. Then at the same time, there's also the Taker match, which could go any number of ways, like Heyman getting involved. And if Heyman gets involved and, you know, technically you could be correct, Kane could come down to help Taker, you know, and then we have the brothers back and, oh, dear God, someone save the tag division if that shit happens. (laughs) You know, like... Quite oh. literally, any number of anything could happen oh. in those three matches. And... Oh, do, do you realize what would happen then? It's like, oh, congratulations, Dudley. You you won, Dudley's, you won the tag team titles. Guess who the, your number one contenders are? Kane and Undertaker. Well, no, because <laughs> technically speaking, <laughs> the number could. one contenders because of rematch clause would end up being a new day. But then you'd have to deal with uh, Kane and Taker's <laughs> number one contenders because uh, ain't nobody going to fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Unless somebody comes out with the urn again, but uh, let's uh, let's leave the past in the past for that one. Oh, the urn. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's not like Paul can come out. He actually is dead now. Sadly. Yeah. So I think that covers all the matches we know of so far. Yep. Like we said, like we like was mentioned, there could be another match thrown in at any point. Could be another the tag match. Could be another tag team match. Yeah, because like I said, you know the fact that the Lucha Dragons and the Luchadors are, you know, nowhere on the card, which is kind of weird. And then but, there, there was the talk of Carlito coming back. 
which he could also answer uh, Cena's uh, call. Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 not this again. What? When Carlito made his debut, he won the U.S. title against Cena. Yeah. Yeah, so he could yeah. come down and, you know, everybody could speculate history repeating itself. And But at the same time, if he's coming back, he might not come back as heel. You know, he might come back as face and who knows, maybe then he'll be one of the people to run down and help uh, Reigns and Ambrose. And No, because there's no history there. Well, that's true, but again, there wasn't any history when fucking uh, Jericho came back to help them out when they needed a third for their six-man tag. Well, Jericho did have some heat with Bray Wyatt, though. Because there was a little feud there. I suppose. Again, that's that was before my time. Because, yeah. again, my time was... Uh, I got, what, one Raw under my belt before uh, the pay-per-view? Before so. jumping into this stuff? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before realizing that all my friends who were into wrestling besides you were like, yeah, you're going to watch Raw, be prepared for disappointment. And I was like, nah, I'll be all right. And you ever since, disappointment <laughs> has kicked back in. But again, I, I blame that on the fact of, you know, the the possibility of I've been spoiled from the fact of watching actual house shows, like local house shows. Uh, oh, excuse me. And, you know, like I said, the, the best time to actually catch wrestling is live. Like, whether it be at a live, you know, Raw or SmackDown or even just hitting up, a, you know, one of the local feds that come near you, you know, actually go and check it out if you can i would almost say hit up the local indie feds because shit they're doing more stuff than the wwe creative team can come up with and well, literally the only people in control of that is whoever's actually feuding at the time sometimes well yes yeah, sometimes i mean even, i mean even i had to admit that it's sometimes yeah true because you told me about one of the matches you were in over the weekend oh and... yeah like, oh, for fuck's sakes, really, this shit? And I was like, meh. <laughs> that stuff happens. Yeah, but... Because, I, I... like, I, I know if Ian was still doing uh, Mid-South, and uh, he was still running the King of the Death matches, if you want an ECW-type show, go to King of the Death matches. You know? Hands down, that was one of the best shows I've ever fucking been to. <laughs> Oh, you laugh. I'm serious. That, that was some fun shit. I probably wouldn't want to referee it. Watch me, no. but not referee. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, considering how much, you know, glass and thumbtacks and barbed wire and shit gets left behind in the ring. and Oh, yeah, I almost had to deal with that. <laughs> well, yeah, and the outside as well, but <clears throat> the fact that they have tarps down underneath the ring to try to catch all that shit up for easier cleanup and they get out the push broom in between matches to try to clear out the ring as much as possible. It was still funny seeing some of the matches that weren't death matches where somebody lands in the ring and instantly hops up holding their arm and ripping a thumbtack out because somebody missed something. You know, that shit's always fun. <laughs> but uh, I feel like it's time for wrap-up. Yeah, let's go and do the wrap-up things, thing, thing. 
Yep. So contact information, go to fandomnight.com. If you haven't been there yet, we highly recommend you go there. If this was your first time viewing us, then I apologize for all the extra rambling that I did tonight, but, uh, work sucked. So, uh, yeah, it actually sucked for me too, so. Oh, I don't mean tonight. I mean all week work is blown ass. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just go to fandomnight.com. There's all the information there. There's the link to the Facebook group page where Fandom Night talks all things nerdy and geeky and music and, or at least I talk to music for once today. And, <laughs> you know, the, there's all sorts of stuff going up. Um, Usually some news. Yep. A lot of news rolls through, which, uh, speaking of geeky stuff, I got to talk to you off air, Scotty. Um, there's, uh, there's the link to the RSS feed, so if you want to listen to the podcast and whatnot and take us with you, you can grab up the RSS feed, go back and listen to some of our previous stuff, you know, keep up with us as well. Uh, there's also the link to the Google, or not the Google, sorry, link to the YouTube, so that way then you can watch all of our stuff in either playlist form or, you know, grab it as you can. There's also the contact information, so that one you can, you know, contact us and drop us an email, so that one we can probably answer you on a uh, viewer fan mail episode. And uh, I think that's pretty much about it. Like I said, uh, just go to fandomnight.com and everything is there. Although I think, yeah, we, we, we could try making this a separate episode, or we could try and, yeah, we'll just make this a separate episode instead of merging it. Although the podcast itself, we could merge it for one full episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that always comes down to being the problem. Uh, when it, If you're watching us off of YouTube, do try to listen to the podcast. I will admit that uh, we've been having, I don't want to say technical difficulties keeping up with them. It just comes down to a matter of the guy who's actually in charge of uh, updating our podcast and that, uh, Greg, Greg has been dealing with a uh, family situation. His wife actually uh, gave birth like a month ago or something. But the problem came down to a matter of there was all sorts of complications and everything. So, And then there were so many issues with the actual podcast things too. So, Well, we finally got dealt with all that shit. Uh, the hosting site that we were going through, they were essentially deleting our stuff after it got up to a certain point because they felt like, you know, you should only have X amount of podcasts up at a time. So if you tried getting us and trying to go and tried going back to listen to some of the older stuff, it would start cutting you off. We literally have that fixed now. So you can go back and listen through our entire almost eight year legacy from back when we were originally just Reploid Productions up to now. But like I said, the problem comes down to a matter of it's, Jeremy is running the website and Greg is dealing with the podcast stuff. Now, Jeremy is also our, essentially on top of being our webmaster, he's also the guy in charge of coding our podcast. So we've literally built everything from the ground up on our own. So maintaining it and keeping it updated is a constant battle. Believe me, I've done web page design and I, I know my way around coding a little bit. I've seen some of the stuff that Jeremy's dealing with, and it is absolute horseshit sometimes. <laughs> but at the same time, if Greg doesn't post stuff to the blog spot, which is what we use for the podcast, then it doesn't get updated to the podcast list. So Actually, I also got to send some stuff to Greg, too, pretty soon, too. 
Yeah, I was about to say, and then that's also the other problem is getting stuff to Greg. Because like I said, with the fact of his wife was in the hospital because she was having complications during birth, plus their child ended up being a little bit premature, so now their daughter's up in an incubator and everything. And, and then the whole thing with Caterpillar too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's that's kind of getting off subject. Yeah, uh, like uh, normally the wrap-up isn't this long, but like I said, we at least want to keep everybody up to date. Yeah. Because we're at least kind on our show. Not to say that our other shows were not, but on our other shows we try not to ramble as much. You guys know our schedule. Monday is new wrestling, Wednesdays is new Sentai's, and Friday stay tuned as we uh, finally finish the Final Fantasy Legacy. Finally. Final. Yeah, finally fucking way. So, yeah, that's it, and that's the three. One, two, three.